show with Terry and Melissa. It's Thursday Night Live. And if you've ever searched for a place where you could receive encouragement and unconditional love, then this is the show for you. It's episode 95, and tonight we're going to be taking a look at the back at the year that was 1995. Melissa has the word for your day. We'll be taking uh, your prayer requests, and we're talking generational colloquialism. Say that one five times fast, and who knows what else will come up. It's up to you. Welcome to episode 95. Good evening. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa at night. That's right. We go live in the evening on Thursday nights. It's Thursday Night Live, and we're so glad you've joined us. But you know what? We don't know that you've joined us. We can't see you come in and out of the rooms, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, any of the venues. We can't see you unless you type in your chat box. So will you do that for us? Will you type in your chat box? Let us know where you're tuning in from tonight. Let us know what's going on for your weekend. We love to chat. We love to interact with you. So let's jump over to the chat box and say, hey, Joanne from Northern Ohio in the house. Missy and John Jersey are in from Shelbyville, Kentucky. They're down the street the other direction, but MK's in the house and Jeff and they're the other way, two miles down the road here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Mary Kay's having uh, Bengal spice tea. Jeff is Lipton. having. Jeff is having. Jeff is having Bengal spice tea, and she's having Lipton decaf with a sprinkle of turmeric. Their their evening drinks are good. They just I've never tried them, but they sound delicious. <laughs> and Ben Hill says it sounds good to him, which is I really hope Ben that you got to hear the intro tonight because it sounded awesome. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that he had the uh, the part in there about breakfast for uh, for supper in place of uh, it's always morning somewhere. I but. loved it. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. I, I recognized it right away. It was good. Janice said, good morning, afternooning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, afternooning. Good morning, afternooning to you, Janice. Janice from Spring, Texas in the house. Houston is where that's close to. Right. And Monica and Donnie Masterson, they're back in Knoxville area, Knoxville, Tennessee. Bless you, sister. Good to see you tonight. Joanne's drinking sleepy time tea. That's good. So everybody's got something in their cup. Everybody's got something in their mind and on their heart tonight. And we can't wait to hear what it is. That's awesome. You know, uh, it's funny because we've always said Thursday nights. I think this is our fifth Thursday Night Live, and um, every time we do one, it, it always has that vibe of slowing down just a little bit and um, getting ready for the weekend, you know, maybe you're gearing up for some fun stuff this weekend. Be sure and chat and let us know. Type it in there. Tell us what's going on in your world and what's happening and how you're preparing for the weekend, and, and uh, we'll talk about that as well. We have a lot going on this weekend. We've had, sure. a, we've had a very busy week. We have a very busy weekend. But I really love this time to sit down and unwind with you guys um, and encourage you, maybe get a chance to be encouraged by you. I just like this time that we have together. I also dig the music that you choose for our little uh, <laughs> Thursday Night Life. It's yeah. just nice and... It's kind of easing into things, you know. I mean, after that 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 really raucous uh, introduction there, it's... Uh, it's Do you think it's, it's raucous? Kinda, I think it's, it's, it's raucous. I think it's... 
I think it's R-A-U-C-O-U-S. awesome. R-A-U-C-O-U-S. You're making up new words. In a words. good way. Yeah. How come the top of your head's cut off? When we checked earlier, it was on there. I don't know. I'm, somehow, I'm, somehow my head grew or something, Somehow you lost your head. Yeah. My grandma was in here adjusting the camera or something. <laughs> you guys ever... <laughs> Explain that comment. Do you guys ever have, you know, you give the the camera to grandma or something, and she's like always chopping people's heads off, and it's like, okay, find a 12-year-old. Well, that's exactly what you do. When you're out anywhere and you want a good picture, give your kid uh, or a teenager, like some random 15-year-old kid, your camera, and they're going to take the best picture. For sure. (laughs) It's the truth. Yeah. Janice says she's rocking some good old-fashioned water. Yeah, that's what I've got in the Intercessor Cup tonight. I've got water in there. Yeah. Very good. Sounds good, huh? It does. So this weekend, we're going to be heading out to Mayfield, Kentucky, starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, we're actually going to go into the church and we're going to fill up our baptistry, our baptismal, our hot tub, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And because we we are, we do not use it for hot tub purposes. We're expecting (laughs) that on Saturday, our Easter egg hunt is going to bring in some new believers that are going to want to profess their faith in public on Sunday. And so we're going to get that all good and ready. And, uh, but Friday night is a district uh, prayer summit. You've probably heard heard us talk about those before in the past we've done four of them now is that right yeah and uh so i think we have uh two three more yeah yeah three more to go uh through the month of april and so we'll be heading to mayfield kentucky tomorrow and uh doing that tomorrow night ben says <laughs> the pool of bethesda bethesda <laughs> the hot tub of bethesda that's right it is definitely not being used as a hot tub but it is being used as a baptismal and i am declaring by faith that we are going to need it We have no one scheduled lined up or ready to be baptized right now. But we believe after we share the gospel on Saturday with those that are joining us for the Easter egg hunt from our community and our city, that there will be those that receive Jesus as their savior. And they will want to profess that decision by being water baptized. So we are just planning ahead and making this proclamation by faith that it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really good. So what's happening in your world? Where are you guys at? What's happening? Uh, it's Thursday night, and um, I think we're, uh, we like I said, we our brains are fried because we've just been going, going, going for the last couple three or four days it's been it's been a busy week we've been in revival um in lexington um helping to lead worship in revival and so um this is actually the first evening that we have not been there this week and we had class tonight so we have been just kind of very busy in this season we're just in a season of busyness and i don't say that bragging i i really feel like um we're ready for a major slowdown so um we're looking forward to that in the next couple months as we wrap up our classes and wrap up all our papers and then move into ordination i'm looking forward to what janet joanne's talking about some sleep maybe just praying just praying for some sleep every night check it out reese won her singles tennis tennis match today to clinch the prp girls win first of the year so far that's awesome congratulations Congratulations. cuppy there's no doubt in my mind that you played like a rock star because you're such an excellent athlete Tennis is a big deal to the Hills. I love that. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, once again, uh, we're talking about the Hills. Uh, Master Pastor Yoda Ben Hill gave us another suggestion in his um, uh, introduction whenever he sent uh, the audio files over today uh, for this generational colloquialisms. Isn't that, that's like a mouthful. <laughs> it is, but it's the coolest idea. So I'm anxious to run with that. Well, it's kind of cool because it's going to be, we're talking about generational things that people used to say yeah 
that we were like, where did that come from? Why do they, why do we even still say some of those things? You know, we'll be going through those. And I, I think it's really interesting because tonight we're going to start in the 1920s and you're going to hear some, some of those colloquialisms as well as some of our own personal ones that our families have shared and uh, work fun. our ways up, work our way up to the current day. Um, we'll probably, we'll do it in two parts. We'll do it in tonight's show and then we'll do it again on Saturday's show and have part two because there's just so, so many good, good That's things exciting. in there. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, John Jersey said Reese is his hero and she <laughs> is she is kind of too cool for school I don't know you guys you guys Reese is pretty cool so I, I I'm gonna agree with you John well she's got a great teacher she's the cat teacher she's the cat's meow that's a generational colloquialism thanks Janice so <laughs> here is some shout outs are you ready I need to do a couple shout outs first and foremost a thank you and a great big blessing and a welcome to all of our podcast listeners we can't see you and you can't see us but you're listening and you're tuning in and we're so grateful for you thank you so much for making us a part of your listening and your choice for content so we're super grateful for you you can check us out on all the podcast videos Venues, all of them. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, all of them. iHeartRadio. You can find us anywhere. Spotify. You so mm-hmm. um, we are appreciative of you. Secondly, always a shout out to our Shelbyville postal workers who listen to podcasts as they sort the mail. And I think sometimes they listen to this one. So we thank you and we bless you and we appreciate you and all of that you do to deliver our mail safely here in the 40065. And I have a third shout out today. Yeah. Are you ready, Jerry? I am. A great big shout out to Missy Jersey, who today brought us something we've all been waiting for and we're so anticipatory and you have put it on your body as a model. Missy has got River City Hope t-shirts and they look terrific. Oh my. Okay. I'm, I'm going to move here. So that's the, that's the River City Hope shirt. Um, I hope you can see the Hope shirt. And we're tickled, tickled, tickled pink to have those. And they look fabulous. I, I bet you that's a generation, generational colloquialism too. Probably. Tickled pink? Probably. Hey, Dustin in the house from Hiawatha, Kansas. He doesn't have anything to drink. Just his phone and the TV. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Welcome, and, buddy. And uh, Janice says, Missy. Janice mm-hmm. is um, our social butterfly, and she knows everybody, so she loves to welcome everybody. And if she doesn't know you, she's going to get to know you because that's just the kind of loving gal uh, that Janice is. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. That's why the social butterfly, yeah, going from flower to flower. She is an includer. She doesn't want anybody to be left out, and that is a true gift. And so I'm grateful for her. And guess who else is here? Who? That's right, Janice's friend, Lynn. Lynn Housel from Oklahoma City. Welcome, Lynn. Previously from Kansas City. Yeah. She says she needs one. She might Janice need a shirt. Might need Janice a shirt. always wants a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, these aren't those hats that you've been coveting. It's a little different than that, Yeah. Right? So MK loves the shirt. They're hot off the press. They just came in late this this afternoon. Um, early evening, Missy grabbed them and was kind enough to bring them over for us to check out and also to take with us because we're going to be sliding into church as we come home from Mayfield on mm-hmm. Saturday. On Saturday for so the So it'll be good hunt. that we yeah. actually have clothes to wear as we show up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's going to be cool because um, we're, we're really hoping... See, if you don't know, River City Hope Church is located in a shopping center, a strip mall kind of place. And there's a lot of residential around us. 
But a lot of people, it's taken five years of us being in that place for them to actually see that, oh, oh, you're that church over there or whatever. Oh, you're a church? And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, where's the church at? And yet we have this visibility every month when we do the grocery giveaway. And I don't know if they just think we're just setting up on some random parking lot or whatever, but uh, people are starting to, to figure this out and put two and two together. And so... Uh, the shirts were just one way for us to kind of have more of that identity and to be able to, to point people to Jesus while we're yeah. pointing them to the church, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And it also kind of gives some validity to what we're doing, because in this day and age, everybody's kind of skeptical of people approaching them to pray with them, to visit with them. Yeah. Everybody has a, a, a concern for their safety, especially in the area in which we minister. And so the shirts give us a way to sort of add validity to what we're doing. Um, and, you know, I guess anybody can have a shirt made, but it does look a little bit more realistic yeah. that we're actually coming from a church yeah. so there you have it for sure the shirts is the shirts are hot yeah the shirts are out so so we're, they're the biggest fashion thing for this <laughs> spring oh man so we're, we're not going to jump all into the uh, colloquialisms yet but as we start to think about those uh think about things that maybe your parents or your grandparents or somebody in your family always said and you're like i don't know that i heard many other people say that but it was unique to them or maybe it was something they just said all the time that uh, reminds you of them and so be sure and share that with us and you can go ahead and start sharing those in the uh, chat over here we'll come back and get them in a little while yeah, janice has already started at a soft right yeah, with the cat's yeah. meow cat's meow so t- mm-hmm. terry i'm gonna i'm gonna brag on you and um ben terry uh, ben says that terry and i met the mayor mm. that you did this week because terry's awesome and let me sucker him into helping me pull off the av for <laughs> south point scenic area and awesome. as usual time. he was awesome well i have to brag on you too ben because you guys made a pretty dynamic duo i heard and so i think that's really cool that you guys get to go out and represent the Lord, you guys um, represent River City Hope as you go out into the community and serve. So I'm grateful for both of you. And it's super cool that you guys got to meet the who's who's and the movers and the shakers of Louisville. Yeah, it was cool. Man, and, the, and all the TV stations were there and they all had their big cameras out, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, look at this, you know, and and we just uh, we just sat over on the side and just kept everything going, you know, when yeah. uh, I think we figured it out by the time real close to the time we were done. We were like, <laughs> hey, we can take this it on the, the road. It goes. Now. It's always well, the yeah. way. We can take it on the road now, right? You know, so we learned a lot. It was good. It was good. Oh, you guys, how fun. Well, Joanne's mentioning my hat. I love to wear hats. It's a, it's, I, I'm very much a baseball cap kind of girl. If I could wear them all the time, I probably would. I really love wearing hats. Speaking of baseball. I was going to say the same thing. Speaking of baseball. It's opening day for most places, not everywhere, but this is opening week of baseball and the Royals have their home opener. Um, the Reds have their home opener. I think the Cubs home openers tomorrow. Um, if I remember what Missy said and, um, I tell you what, I'm ready for baseball season. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. I've been waiting all year long to play this, you know, it's like, it's gotta be baseball season soon. So I love baseball. I love wearing baseball caps. I just enjoy baseball. I feel like so. I should be standing up right now and doing the, you know, the whole thing in there. Yeah. 
Okay. So, Joanne, we're not going to mail any shirts out there for folks who minister or serve or come to River City Hope. And then when we go out into the community, we wear the shirts. So it's not like we're like selling them to the, I guess I didn't, uh, I guess I didn't make that clear. Sorry. Um, We're using them um, as we minister in in the Louisville community. Sorry about Mm. that. Dustin. Dustin says, Life Flight just flew in. All right. So, Lord, we're just praying right now that whomever Life Flight is there to pick up, Lord, that you would touch whole, whole and make them heal. Excuse me, heal and make them whole. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. John said Cubs won today. That Cincinnati showing the Reds had today, uh, you showed me a picture. Yeah, the city the was flooded. Were just yeah. flooded with people who were coming in for opening day yeah. there in Cincinnati. So that was that was awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And Lynn says, Royal Blue, baby. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Powder blue. I love that. But then she also reveals she's got a dirty little secret. She likes the Yankees. Ooh, that is dirty. That's yucky. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it you always said you were for? You were for uh, the only time the I root Royals? for the Yankees is when they play Boston. Oh, okay, and 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 you're you're always for the Royals and whoever's playing the Yankees or Boston or Boston. I d- I don't like the Yankees, but I like Boston even less. So the only time I root for the Yankees is when they're playing Boston. Well, Sorry, you. I'm super opinionated. I guess I could buffer that and make it sound a little nicer, <laughs> couldn't I? Sorry about that, guys. I know it, John. I know it. John Dursey, I do not want to hear that. Do you see what he is putting on this? I, I see. He's he's poking and prodding. He, he is he is stirring the pot. He's he's working that finger right in there. He's into sticking that, his yeah. finger in the Kool Aid, and he don't even know the flavor. <laughs> and Ben says it makes him Miss Harry Curry. I I'm I'm or Harry, Harry Carey. Excuse me. I'm Miss Harry Carey also. Yeah. Yeah. He's the voice of the Cubs. Well, he was, mm-hmm. and. So he'd say, yeah. take me out to the ball game. For sure. For sure. Um, okay. Lynn says she's got a good reason to like the Yankees. The family who adopted her son is from the Yankees. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of big, my aunt Louiva is a huge Yankees fan. The other reason I don't like the Yankees so much is because when I was a kid and I first fell in love with the sport, um, I traded baseball cards. And I remember in fourth grade, I got a pack of doubles for Mike Piazza and he Mm. was a catcher for the Mets. And so I, I liked the Mets for many, many, many years. And um, when Mike Piazza and then Daryl Strawberry played for them, I Gary, excuse me, my doubles was of Gary Carter. The first, the first catcher I had doubles of on my, on my cards was Gary Carter. And then Mike Piazza came, and then Daryl Strawberry came, and I just really liked the Mets. And of course, you can't. I don't know if you can be a Mets fan and a Yankees fan. I just don't think that works out. <laughs> uh, everybody's so. kind of in an unremoved mood tonight. I mean, you got yeah, John Jersey over it. there. I know. And then, and then you got don't Janice. Do, the, <laughs> you guys are Henri tonight. Janice is doing this little thing where she stole uh, Jimmy's uh, cap. That's there right. And tried to get away with it. But That's right. He, he wouldn't let that one go. Jeff so. Jeff Schwartentruber says he roots for Boston when they play the Yankees. Oh, so, wow. There you and go. I, and I root for the Yankees when they play yeah. Boston. Boston fans are pretty true. You know, they're pretty true to their team. But I think that's kind of true for baseball in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's another thing we can talk about if we're talking about baseball, which it's not on the the show liners tonight to talk about. Um, But is it ever wrong to talk about baseball? No, Um, go ahead. There are rule changes this year to speed up the game. 
So I'd love to hear your guys' opinion about this. Baseball fans, unite. Let's hear from you. What do you think about the three rule changes to speed up the game, to make the momentum of the game more adventurous so that there will be more interest in spectating the game in person and on TV? So the the normal complaint about baseball is that it doesn't hold up to other sports that are more fast paced. Mm -hmm. And so what they've done is they've made some changes to the rules of baseball in major league play, and it will affect minor league as well, I believe, to speed up the game, to increase interest and viewership of the game to take games a little bit quicker because, you know, they often last three hours or more. Sure. And so I'm interested to hear um, what you guys think. And there's three major rule changes, which we don't necessarily have to talk about those now. Maybe I'm just going to ask you if we could just pick a segment in an upcoming show. Sure. To talk about the baseball rules. Yeah. Um, So John Jersey says, fun fact, my parents invited Mickey Mantle to their wedding. Well, my mom did. (laughs) Did he come? (laughs) They show up. <laughs> that is a big deal. And no, that is a sure. fun fact. Um, Janice likes the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. We, we are okay with that. Yep. Um, ben says he was an Expos fan, but not anymore. Well, there there is no Expos team anymore. So I'm sure that that's, that's yeah. shifted. But now he's a, he's a Reds fan. Right? Yeah. And John, what's John saying here? Regular, Regular season, season, yes. Postseason, no. Okay, so oh, the rule for the changes. the rule changes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rule changes are for regular season and not postseason. Yeah. I think they need to leave it alone too, Janice. Janice said, I think they need to leave it alone. Well, I think there's probably two sides to this. There's the people who go to the game to watch the game who would prefer it to move along. And then there are those who go to the game as a social outing and want to spend as much time as they can with the people that they're hanging out with at the game. Well, there's also people who go to the game not as a social outing and they just want to see the whole thing because they like baseball. That's the first one. Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to, I'm not excited to move it along. I'm happy. I don't, I think it goes by pretty quickly because I just enjoy it. Lynn says if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you know, I would say something about it's been America's favorite game, America's pastime for years. There's a reason for that. Right. And is it because the culture of America is changing into this microwave society that wants everything quicker. And so we are now bowing to that cultural change shift and changing the rules of the game. I think it's a really good question. Um, I'm sure there's two sides of it and I'm sure we could totally debate it, but I'm sorry. Did I get us off track? I didn't mean to do do that. We'll we'll talk about them in in a future show. That's good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, John said Mickey Mantle did not come to their wedding, but she has the letter from the Yankees dealing the invite. Dealing with the invite. Oh, uh, yeah. That is yeah. so cool. <clears throat> That's cool. Huh. Yeah. That is neat. Hey, if you missed episode 94, since this is here we are, 95, uh, Monday Morning Motivation. It was this past Monday, and uh, we talked about the year that was 1994, which was uh, your graduation year. Uh, We talked about school alma maters and graduating classes and uh, reminisced a little bit about that. It was also the year of the Beanie Babies. Um, We talked about movies, TV, and music. And there was one one specific thing, I wanted to say specific and particular, uh, particular thing. (laughs) Uh, We talked about Alan Jackson was asked to play uh, his song Gone Country on the American Country Music Awards and they said they wanted him to use a pre-recorded track with it and in his protest he had his drummer play with no sticks 
He said, if it's not going to be a real recording, then he's not using real sticks. So if you go to our website and you click on the episode number 94 in our blog, you scroll down, you'll find the video of Alan Jackson playing on the Country Music Awards. And you look when it goes into zoom in on Alan Jackson, when he starts singing the very first part of the song, you'll see that drummer back there playing with no sticks. And it's hilarious. It never noticed it before, but when you played it, it was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. We also had the word for your day from Hosea 4 and Zechariah 7. Our coffee was Michigan Cherry from... From, uh, Fredericks by Meyer and uh, you can find all of our previous episodes on our website thegoodmorningshow.tv so John said um, that he has a letter from the Yankees declining the invite oh so declining now, yeah that's oh, good okay and you. Ben says baseball's rule changes are like changing the Indy 500 to the Indy 50 it's not <laughs> a good idea agree buddy I totally agree yeah Lynn says instant gratification and attention deficit I I tend to agree with that completely so, Dave Ramsey's in the house hey, from Danville, Dave. Illinois. Good evening, Dave. Good to see you. Janice says, Terry, use your words. Mm, I'm when trying. You're, you're combining I'm, I'm, I'm new words. You're making, you're making new words. Particular. Maybe you have me put that one on the uh, <laughs> the uh, generational colloquialisms oh, list. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, we'll oh, get, my. Uh, you guys need to start posting those. We're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. Um, and uh, so, uh, oh, that was David's uh, thing there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's see. This is 1995, uh, the episode for that, episode 95. So let's talk about a few of them here before we get into the colloquialisms. Um, The year was 1995. If you remember, Hillary Clinton was the first lady. Cell phones were used only for phone calls because the iPhone hadn't been invented yet. And Kate Moss and Johnny Depp were still together. And, of course, in 1995, the terrible tragedy of the Oklahoma City um, uh, federal building. The O.J. Simpson trial was still captivating audiences uh, when they got the verdict uh, finally on live TV. And also this is Christopher Reeve, uh, his horse riding accident. Of course, you know, he even through his adversity continued to act and did some some great things. And so what a humanitarian. Um, Music, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio, was opened in 1995. Um, Let's see. The Macarena went viral did you ever do the macarena yeah buddy yeah 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 i bet john yeah. jersey could do the did you the guys all do did you guys do that did you guys all do the? i macarena? remember seeing it for the first time i've told this story to you guys but uh, the first time i saw the it was in a country bar i was playing in down in oklahoma and this dj put on this cd and started playing this song we'd never heard it before and they sent a video along to teach how to do the dance and because line dancing was becoming so popular at the time especially in the country bars that was a big thing and, and it's like we didn't see it for like three more months anywhere and then it took off like wildfire and it was crazy that is crazy yeah yeah uh we were listening to uh songs like i like it i love it i want some more of it by tim mcgraw yep. uh this is how we do it right montel jordan and uh, you ought to know yep Atlanta. Morissette. Yep. Yeah. And uh, there was this thing here in 1995. The the 1995 Whitney Houston single, Exhale, holds the record for the longest streak at number two on the Hot 100, having been there for 11 straight weeks. Never got to number one. Mm -hmm. And all of those 11 weeks, it was runner-up to the same song, One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, which stayed at number one from December 2nd, 1995, to March 22nd. They did several collaborations. Isn't that crazy? Mariah 11 Boys weeks like yep. that. 
Mm. And in one of the last few things here, uh, Newsweek published an article scoffing the future of the internet in 1995. I'd say they missed that one. It laughed at the idea (laughs) that people would get their news or learn or buy airline tickets online. Are you kidding? And boy, were they wrong. Wow, they missed it. Yeah, they 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 were definitely not prophetic in that moment. I know it. I know it. Uh, This show, Seinfeld, along with ER and Friends, they were the most popular TV shows. So it's Mm -hmm. no surprise to find out that Seinfeld and its seventh season in 95 and Friends in its sophomore year were two of the most watched shows in 1995. Yeah. Really crazy. Some good stuff. Um, Maybe you uh, went to the theaters and you saw these guys, right? Forever. Love Toy Story. Yeah. You know, the the Toy Story 4. Oh, let's not even go there. Make you cry every time. Uh, But Toy Story, Batman Forever, Apollo 13, they ruled the box office and also movies like Babe and Jumanji and Mr. Holland's Opus. And Forrest Gump was the uh, best film Oscar winner that year, and uh, then uh, then we had this guy, Braveheart. You remember that one? Freedom. Yeah, it was the Scottish war drama. It was directed by Freedom. Mel Gibson. He was also the star in it. Right. It, it won uh, five Academy Awards in 1995, including Best Picture and um, Shoulder Length Hair and a Kilt Have Never Looked Manlier. <laughs> How about that? Just yeah. a few things there from 1995. And uh, we'll come back and talk about some more of those. Maybe if we got time at the end of the show. Uh, but um, yeah. So Dustin says he's a non-dancing white boy. Ah, and I'm not the best dancer either, but I did enjoy trying to, I noticed that there is a delay that we're, I'm seeing a little bit of a delay. So we might need to that's check right. that. That's all right. Nothing we can do. So? Just keep on going. I just going. want to make sure that it's not our internet issue because that's I'm, concerning. I'm, I'm not going to go climb the pole and fix it tonight. Are you sure? I can't. You could. This ain't Green Acres. Honey. How committed are you to the show? <laughs> I just need to know. Hey, I'm all in. Okay. So Lynn says she remembers learning square dancing in PE. I do too. We did the Cotton Eye Joe before they did the remix for the Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Um, and Janice is giving us some colloquialisms. Are you uh-huh. ready? No. Yeah, just about. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready to read some of those? Sure, let's try it. Okay, hard to swallow. Okay. Wicked. Uh-huh. Stir the hornet's nest. Yeah. Head over heels. Okay. Janice continues. Mm-hmm. Elbow grease. Ah. All that glitters is not gold. Uh-huh. And finger dancing. <laughs> finger dancing. That's so good. Oh. Wow. Okay, John Jersey, are you ready? William Wallace from Braveheart says, every man dies. Not every man lives. Freedom. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Freedom. Well, some of these other generation generational colloquialisms, they're just strang slang. Where are the words? Tonight? I don't know. They're strange slang or sayings, right? Like my dad, he would say if something tasted funny to him, he'd say it's got a little wang to it, or I'm smelled like, if it have, smelled funny. Yeah, I know. I'd have no idea where he got that from, but but he'd always say that. And it was just something and he said it, just like he was telling the truth. Uh, people talk about going to a dance or a social gathering, a shindig. Yeah. That when I heard that one a lot. What yep. were some of the ones in your family? Uh, my grandpa had some colloquialisms. I I don't know if they were from his generation or from his area. So you do know that some colloquialisms and phrases are actually native to certain cultures or parts of our country. Yeah. And let me tell you, as someone who traveled for over 10 years, traveling our country weekly um, to different places, the regions in the United States are like their own country. Literally, the the, the language, the slang, the food, the culture. Sure. Um, and so some of these colloquialisms are not only generational, but they're also culturally located by areas of the the geography in the United States. And so my grandfather um, 
born and raised in Southern Illinois, very close here to uh, the Paducah, Kentucky area. And so he used words and phrases and colloquialisms like, well, I'll be swan. You know, if he was saying something in like, surprise, yeah, you know, you know, it'd, be, it'd be like, Grandpa, um, did you hear that the Yankees lost? And he would be like, really? I'll be swan. <laughs> okay. It was like just a phrase of, I don't know what it meant. And he would always say over yonder, yeah. over yonder. Yep. Did hey. your, did your, uh, did your family, what, did, what was it? Was it breakfast, lunch, dinner? No. Or was it breakfast, uh, dinner, and supper? It was breakfast, dinner, and supper. We had breakfast, dinner, and supper. Dinner could be called lunch as well, but supper was supper. Some people call it dinner, and that confused me a little bit. Breakfast, dinner, and supper, or breakfast, lunch, supper. So there's a a few of my... And also, just, just... this, I don't know if this is a colloquialism or not, but I'll just say it. I didn't know for the very early part of my life into maybe my teenage years that tea was not supposed to be sweet. Uh, we, <laughs> we just thought it was all. Yeah. 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 Okay, Jeff, so, says, Jeff says yep. that it's really off. And look, it's not even it's not even saying we have internet. Yeah. So. We're having, we're definitely having a little. Uh, it's really low. Look at that. It's like mm-hmm. 150, which normally we'd, we'd be like, wow, 150 megabits. Uh, but it's usually around 900. So uh, we're, we're uh, shoveling some coal here. Yep. Okay. Lynn says that uh, supper was Sunday lunch. Dinner is the evening meal the rest of the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, there you go. so everybody's got a different. Yeah. And I think it's based on, like I said, region and generation. Okay. So here's some more. Can we run over to the list yeah. before you get yours up? Yeah. Um, when it rains, it pours, mm-hmm. says Janice. Okay. More than one way to skin a rabbit. Now that one is an older one. And that one we we've heard a lot. More than one way to skin a cat. More than one way to skin a rabbit. Lynn says, what a dink. Mm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Janice says, supper was supper. Right. I mean, there's not, you pretty much know, I guess. Um, and then Ben says, gag me with a spoon. Yeah. Um, groovy. Mm-hmm. Psych. Okay. Yep. We use that one a lot. Yeah. Word. Right. Yep. Word them up. Hey. Yeah. Yep. Monica says, the pot calling the kettle black. That's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. Um, those are, these are great. Okay, what do you have over there on your list, Terry? Well, in the 1920s, because we're going to go by decade, because they seem to be, like you said, they're generational by by either location or by time frame, yeah. you know, through the years. Oh, I think our words are catching up with mm-hmm. the good... In the 1920s, here were a few of them, and, you, and some of these are still, you still uh, hear them. Uh, 23 skidoo meant to get going, move along, leave, okay. or to scram, right? 23 skidoo, let's get out of here. Here's one that was mentioned a little bit ago, the cat's pajamas, right? Janice, I think, brought that one up. That means the best. No, she said more than one way to skin a cat, I think. It was early, earlier oh, on. Okay, I don't sorry. know who said it, but someone said cat's pajamas. Okay. I think it was before we actually got into the list. Uh, the bee's knees, right? What was the cat's pajamas? What does that the mean? The best, the height of excellence oh okay right? the best it could be you're the cat's pajamas baby. oh wow yeah wow the cat's meow yeah that too the bee's knees you're the bee's knees excellent outstanding now i like that saying yeah in okay. the 1930s then there were i'll be a monkey's uncle i'll be swan right cool, i'll be swan. sign of disbelief yep i don't believe it right right uh, a gig was a job yep right yeah and uh, skivvies 
drawers. Men's underwear. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, that, was, that was so funny. Uh, from the 1940s, they had uh, words like blockbuster, which was a huge success. And that one stuck today. Yeah. Right? Okay. Right. Uh, keeping up with the Joneses. So we totally use that. They're competing to have a lifestyle or a, a status comparable to your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool came in in the 40s, meaning excellent or clever or uh, fashionable, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, how about uh, sitting in the, in the hot seat? Yeah. In a highly uncomfortable or embarrassing situation. And in the 40s, a smooch was a kiss. All right. Pause on your list. All right. Because I don't want to lose. Um, everybody's going fast mm-hmm. here. So um, MK's got some good ones. Yeah. When she was growing up and she badmouthed or talked back to her mom, she, her mom would say, you're going to get your comeuppance, young lady. Mm, yeah. I've heard that. You're going to get comeuppance. your comeuppance. Janice says preaching to the choir. Mm. And good evening, Terry Overton from Archdale, North Carolina. Welcome. We're talking about generational colloquialisms. Lynn says it's the bee's knees. Yep, the cat's meow. Mm -hmm. Green-eyed monster, welcome to the live stream. Green-eyed monster, we welcome you. We bless you. And he's got a good one, or she has a good one that says good as gold. Good as gold. That's a good colloquialism. I wonder when that originated from. I'm not sure. We might either hit it or it's one that's just been around. That's just a good one. Good as gold. You know what that means. this Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. We'll all be swan. Yeah. Disbelief. Yeah. yeah, The disbelief. (laughs) Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Uh, Far out, says Lynn. Yeah. And uh, Ben says, is there still one Blockbuster open? I don't know. Have you guys seen the Blockbuster account on Twitter? It's hysterical. I don't know if it's still out there anymore, but it was like the last Blockbuster and they have a Twitter account and they posted the most hysterical things. Yeah. I don't know if it's still on there. Yeah. Daddy-o. Daddy-o, Dustin Mm -hmm. says. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his dad, uh, Janice's dad, would say after scolding, you can take that to the bank and cash it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How about this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt yep, you? I don't yep. know. That one's... G- uh, yeah. Lynn says rule of thumb mm-hmm. and Monica stir up a hornet's nest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been there tonight. Yep. All right. Jump back into Nin- your terms in 1950s. 1950s. Mm-hmm. Big brother is watching you. That that evolved in the 50s. Meaning really? someone of authority is monitoring your actions. Huh. Right? Yeah. A boo-boo, a mistake, or a wound, a cut, some kind of a thing. Oh, you got a little boo-boo on your hand, yeah. you know. Uh, hi-fi for high fidelity came in in the 50s as people were starting to get um, better radios and stereo systems. Let me ask uh, you something. What does Lo-fi mean. Low fidelity. Is it the same? It's a lower quality. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. A hipster, right? An innovative and trendy person. Mm-hmm. He's a real hipster. Yeah. And Daddy-O. Yeah. Somebody just said mentioned. that's uh, good. You know, uh, in the 60s, we had uh, Groovy. Yeah. Ben was saying. Means cool or excellent. Uh, hippie. Right, yeah. derived from hipster, and it was a young adult who usually rebelled against uh, the the institutions. Um, they criticized middle class values. This is their definition here: opposed to the Vietnam War, promoted sexual freedom. This hippie, you know, generation. I mean, really, really defined a generation. Uh, the man, a person of authority mm-hmm. or a group in power, far out, strange or groovy, yeah. and bread was money. And in the last little group here, um, catch you on the flip side this in the '70s. 70s. Yeah. Dig it, like to like or understand something. Uh, to get down or boogie was to dance. And if something was mind-blowing, right? Unbelievable. These are still used today. Yeah. And uh, pump iron was lifting weights. Uh, workaholic, you know, a person who works too much or is addicted to his or her job. Those are all, we use those still. They've stuck around and stood the test of time. So So um, some more of these, you guys have really good ones. Up a creek without a paddle. Yeah. That's a good one. For sure. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Buddy, <laughs> I have said that myself. That's good. Uh, to, okay. Lynn says, talk to the hand because the face ain't That listening. one's a newer one, you 
you know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoopee. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like Janice, it's inventing words now. <laughs> Janicisms. Okay, Monica says absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's a good one, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that um, that is an older one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, J- uh, MK says Grandma told me you made your bed. Now lie in it. That's right. That's right. Also, also show me yeah. your friends, and I'll tell you who you are. Yes. Those are good. That, that is a good. Wrap one. your head around it, says Monica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Joanne mm-hmm. says, "Good Lord, willing, and the That's creek it. don't rise." Yes, jive turkey says, "Dusted." <laughs> oh, a whoopee uh, is a security blanket. Oh, okay, a whoopee, yes, yeah. Oh, okay. okay, I understand. I've heard that, yeah. My nephew has an uh. That, that's His right. His whoopee's called, called uh. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, that just started because of kale. I know. Can't so. have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, right? that's a good one. Jeff says, up to my eyeballs with alligators. <laughs> I have never heard that, but I know exactly what you mean when you say it. Wow. So that's a good one. Wow. If you can use a colloquialism and no one's heard it before, but they know exactly what you mean when right? you say it, that's a good good colloquialism yeah for sure for sure don't let your mouth write checks your body can't cash oh that is a, a fa- that that is a saying of one dr mccoy that i worked for a surgeon <laughs> he used to say that john jersey has a whoopee <laughs> i'm not i'm not surprised john you're hysterical oh man don't cry over spilt milk says yes, terry there you go and one-armed paper paper hanger how, paper how about hanger, this one yeah. here's one i'm thinking of um um she's as nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. All right, boy, that was a good, that's good. You guys are really good at the colloquialisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was a great idea. Good job, Ben. Yeah, that was all Ben. That's good for sure. And I we're love gonna that. we're gonna have more of these in our next episode, which will be on Saturday morning. And um, I, we might as well say it right now. Saturday morning, we're gonna be on the road driving, but through the magic and the wonders of modern technology, <laughs> we're gonna be right here with you on Saturday morning at ten thirty a.m. Eastern with another show. And we want you guys to be sure and log on you can encourage one another pray for one another you can respond to the comments it's going to be just like it's a live show yeah as though it's coming at you if we're sitting here in the room and uh so and i encourage you guys to pray for each other and do all the things um even though we won't be able to see and interact with all of your comments um since we will be driving i'll probably tune in and comment along with you what do you think about that hey there you go yeah i thought that'd be be, fun we'll still be an hour outside of coming home my mouth and my head are still not moving at the same pace as my mouth as my voice of my words. I'd like to apologize for AT&T, our, our that uh, is not, fiber provider. Oh, is that our internet yeah, provider? Mm, I don't even yeah, know. Is yeah. that awesome? Yep. It's uh, something's going on in the neighborhood or something tonight. Who knows? John sure. has a good colloquialism. Feel froggy? Leap. I like that one. <laughs> Although it may be, it may be a bit, uh, what is that word? Like leading mm, to something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Up a tree. Yeah. says, yep. Cat on a hot tin roof. You guys are good at this. You guys are really good at all. <laughs> and of these. Dustin, he apologized in advance. He said, "Dumber than a box of rocks." Lord help me. <laughs> okay, so here it is. Welcome to the Good Morning Show at night with Terry and Melissa Wright. We're so glad that you're here. We're here to encourage you. We want to love you. We want to pray for you. If you have a prayer request, let us know. We'll stop and pray. It's not an interruption to our show. It's a very big part of what we do. We want to love you. Also, we want to encourage you by the word and just some general chit chat that always seems to be just good fun as we 
we talk and we look back at history. We talk about things that are relevant today. We try to be as positive as we can. There's enough negativity in the news that we don't want to spread that. We'd love to know you're here. We can't see you enter and exit any of the social media rooms, but if you chat in your chat box, we can see you. So let us know where you're tuning in from. We'll give you a shout out. We really want to welcome you. We want you to know you are wanted here and you don't have to change. We love you for who you are. So (laughs) there you go. That's good. Monica says in catching up here, it's it's like watching old karate movies. Yeah, it's terrible. And I wasn't sure if Lynn was talking about us or another colloquialism. Your lips are moving, but all I hear is crickets. (laughs) It could be either one right now. Well, and the last one is Ben says must be a new Fortnite map released or something. Right. Everybody's online doing their thing, right? I wish they'd get off. When we're doing the live stream, they should just not, they should know that, right? Just don't. Well, when I ran the speed test a minute ago, Ben, it was like 169. And I don't know if you caught that, but we're usually at 900. So I don't know. bad news bears. It's who knows? Who knows? Oh, look, we're all together again. Audio and video match again now. Woo, woo, woo. Okay. That means you got to talk really fast. Yeah. Well, or you just go to the word for your day and let's just pray about it. Okay. How about I'll that? Do, I'm in. Janice mm-hmm. says she wants to meet Ben Hill now. You guys, you all need to meet Ben Hill. You mean and, MacGyver? And John Jersey. Yeah. Everybody needs to meet them. <laughs> okay. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Okay. The word tonight is coming from, um, are you ready? Two places I want to talk about if we have time. We got time. Titus chapter three, verse five. And James chapter 2, 14 through 17. Are you guys ready to hear a little word? These verses um, talk about the same issue, both sides. And this is, this is the beautiful balance of the Bible. Titus 3, verse 5. He saved us. He is Jesus. He saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we have done on in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. Did you catch that? Listen again. He saved us not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy and the washing of the regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. We did not do anything good enough to deserve the salvation that Jesus Christ is and has provided for us. We haven't done any good deed worthy enough to buy our way into eternity in heaven. It is not because of what we've done. It was while we were yet sinners, while we were yet his enemy, Jesus Christ died for us in place of us taking upon himself all of our sin to pay the ultimate and last sacrificial price for that sin he paid the debt we owed the debt we incurred the debt he paid it that is not anything that we've done he saw us fit and worthy because he loves us but he chose us we didn't do anything And there is a false narrative that is being shared and has been shared for several generations in the church today and in the world today, that if we are good enough, if we are kind enough, if we even have a good heart, people say, 
and we do enough good deeds that we're going to earn our way into heaven or into some salvation place. But I want to tell you, this is so specific in this verse in Titus. It is not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy. His mercy extends his grace. We do not deserve, but we are a beneficiaries of his love for us. I want us to understand that it's his act and his sacrifice that saves us. It is Christ. It is Jesus Christ. And how that saving work gets imparted to us is by the regeneration of his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The spirit of the living God that comes when we make a decision to enter into right relationship and receive him as our savior, receive him as our redeemer, ask forgiveness, repent of our sin, and say, yes, you will be the king of my life, Jesus. His Holy Spirit comes and we get the gift of his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit draws us to him. That's how we come to him in the first place. No person cometh to the Father lest he draw them by his Spirit. And so I want us to just recognize of this myth that's being uh, sometimes, you know, it's being uh, spread like wildfire that we're good people and that's what's going to get us saved and that is definitely not the message of the gospel there's one savior and his name is jesus christ there's one way to the father and it's through jesus christ the son now i want to i want to skip ahead to james because i want to tell you the thing about good deeds okay good deeds don't save us but they are a natural outflowing of our love relationship with Jesus Christ. And here's what it says in James chapter 2, 14 and following. What use is it, my brethren, if a man says he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing or in need of daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace and be warmed and filled, and yet you do not give him the thing what is necessary for their body, what use is that? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead being by itself. Now here's the flip side. Once we really enter into relationship with Jesus and we understand it's not our works or our goodness that save us or our righteousness, that's that's filthy rags. Once we realize that doesn't save us and it's Christ and what he did for us and what he offers us by his spirit, then we enter into relationship. And this is the thing that the relationship is based on, faith. And the word says now that once you have this faith, it means nothing if there aren't works to back it up, if there aren't deeds to back it up, if there's no action to back it up. And what are the works? What are the deeds? What are the actions? Well, it comes out of a result of this love relationship that we have for Jesus. We, he says, love me with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Who's your neighbor? Everybody. If we really love him and we're in relationship with him and we have faith, then we love others so much that we want to help them. We want to have good deeds toward them. We want to fill their hungry belly. We want to clothe their cold body. <clears throat> Come on, we want to touch their heart by ministering to their present need. 
so that once they're clothed and fed, they'll listen to the real message we have, which is the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they too can be saved by his renewing, regenerating work in his spirit and the sacrifice of his death, burial, and resurrection. And so I want us to understand there are two sides to this faith um, or to this works or this deeds uh, conversation. And I know a lot of people believe, you know, that if you're good people or whatever, but that's not what the word says. And we are people who use the Bible as the basis for our life. It's not just a really interesting book that we read. It's not just full of allegories and metaphors. It's a true story with a real message from a real God who wants to help you live his truth. And I'll tell you something, it doesn't matter if what you believe is what you believe if it doesn't line up with his truth. What really matters is we we put our faith and our belief in his truth. And so this is his truth today that he did this thing that we did not deserve because he loved us so much. And if we enter into this relationship and we learn to love him the way he has loved us, we will love others that same way. And then deeds and works and activities will flow out of that love relationship. And this is the word of God. And so, Lord, today, I thank you for this word. I thank you, Lord, that you bring a balanced approach when it comes to works and when it comes to deeds. It doesn't save us, but it sure is a natural outcropping of our relationship with you. Lord, I ask you to show us areas in which we fall back to this belief, Lord, that somehow our own works will save us and show us the error. Correct us, Lord, by your word and your spirit. And Lord, show us that if we're really in relationship with you, that we will want to be meeting the needs of our community. We will want to be meeting the needs of those around us to meet their needs and soften their heart so that they too can know the message of Jesus Christ and come to be saved. Lord, I thank you for your amazing work. I thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice. Jesus, we love you so much and we pray all of these things in your name. Amen. That's your word for the day. Amen. Titus and James. Dustin says that James is one of his favorites. A lot of good stuff that James wrote. I love James too. I love Hebrews and James very much. Also, Missy Jersey's favorite book of the Bible is James. Mm-hmm. Ben says he's so glad that it is this way. He says, I'm not so, I'm so not worthy. Could never earn or match his gift. Thank you, Jesus. That's- isn't Isn't it amazing how just generous the Lord is? He's mm-hmm. just so generous. Yep. And we care for the sheep before we feed them. That's good. That's good. Who said good, that? Lynn. Lynn. That's good. Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Destin says, woohoo, great news. Yeah, and good words. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, looks like you got some family on here. Hey, my sister's on. Good evening, Terry Lynn. Good to see you. Word and spirit, that's the ticket. That's yeah. the ticket's a colloquialism. That's the ticket. Thanks, Janice. That is a good one. That's good. Oh, wow. we're not in sync with our words again. Well, we're, we're getting close to being done. So James we'll just... is also Janice's favorite book in the Bible. Yeah. Well, that's good. Ben it says, good sometimes one. we feed them, care for them, and then feed them again with what really matters. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, since we're down here to our last five minutes, uh, let's just say 
Saturday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You're going to want to hop on. You'll get a notification if you've subscribed on our YouTube channel. If you have not done that yet, go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. You can also subscribe on our website for notifications because you'll get an email notification whenever we get ready to go live and all those different things. Uh, we're talking about the year 1995. Well, Sometimes I, just, I really grooving. love the music go. that you choose. Well, it's, this, it's a good one there because... Uh, oh, we're the... Where'd that beat go? It's doing a little, it's doing a little remember the other it's night? Got a, it's got a funky beat and I can dance to it. You said it was doing the little uh, fog machine thing, or I said fog machine. So we're talking about 1995. Let's wrap this up with 1995, the year that was. And in technology, think about this. Windows 95 was just coming on the scene. Bill Gates' updated operating system was a game changer for personal computers. It introduced us users to taskbars, long file names, and uh, the recycle bin, the trash can, right? All features that we now take for granted today. But it was the second, Windows 95 was the second most installed uh, software. But the first one was when the video game Doom was released. So uh, if you don't know about Doom, uh, you're probably not a 90s um, uh, aficionado <laughs> on the computer. Oh. oh, it's exactly, you see, Ben says yeah. it's exactly the dance Heather you does know, when she's I, jamming. I think that might be a generational thing, too. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. We're all um, a bunch of Nazarene girls that probably aren't the, <laughs> the best, I mean, yeah. dancers in the world. But That's all right. Hey, in 1995, people began buying stuff on the internet. Another thing we take for granted all the time now. Auction Web began in San Jose, California on September 3rd in 95, and the company officially changed the name of its service to eBay in September of 97. But the first item sold on the site was a broken laser pointer. That is dumb. What What in the world were they thinking? Hello. Right? I do want to say good evening to Ann. Hi, Ann. Good to see you tonight. And also, I know that you bought and sold on eBay. I bought and sold on mm -hmm. eBay. Mm -hmm. I really liked eBay. But does people still use eBay these days? I think so. Really? I, yeah. I yeah. think Amazon has sort of crowded eBay sure. out of the market. But I think eBay, you still go to eBay for those hard-to-find things uh, that everybody's looking for. Good I evening. Doug, good evening, Pastor Doug Goforth. Yeah, good buddy. to see you tonight. Yeah, Lynn said they had Windows 95 on their gateway computer. It to came in the black and white cow print box. I remember that. Yep. Really? Yep. Okay, have, so yep. what is Toshiba cool. Libretto? Toshiba Libretto. Yeah, what is that? He, it was a it was a it was a computer, I'm sure, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I yeah. don't know things. Here, look, you got a little finger emojis for online finger dancing. Look at them. She's got them all right there. That's good. And also, my mouth is not in sync with the rest of That's me. Right. Hey, how about this one? Speaking of technology, Amazon sold its first book online. And guess what the book was? Douglas Hofstadter's, here's the title, Fluid Concepts and Creative Analogies, Computer Models of the Fundamental Mechanisms of Thought. Wow. That was the whole title of the book. That was the first book sold on Amazon. That's got to be a bestseller. <laughs> Here's one I know you'll like. Starbucks Frappuccino was released. Woo! Years before the pumpkin spice latte made its debut, Starbucks released the frozen frapp, which went on to become the drink of choice for caffeinated teens and moms at malls everywhere. I do not drink frappuccinos. <laughs> I just want to. I like the frozen stuff. That's yeah, good. Yeah, you and Especially B. Especially Big B. Yeah, yeah, Baylor does too. I'm just yep. the easy Joe kind of girl. 
movies that were released this year. We talked about that earlier. Apollo 13 and also uh, uh, the TV show Seinfeld have two of our notable quotables tonight. The first no. one comes from Apollo 13. Houston, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. That was Tom Hanks in Apollo 13, but it was actually paraphrased from the actual quote, which was Houston, we've had a problem here. Mm. Right? It's pretty close. And how about this one? No, no soup, soup for you. you. Right? The soup, the soup Nazi, Nazi on, yeah. on Seinfeld. That was actually based on a, yep. a real place yep. and a character found at Al Yagana's Soup Kitchen in New that's York so City. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So they've uh, interviewed him, you know. I the know. real guy. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Toshiba was the laptop that, that uh, we showed with the picture with Windows 95. I, that's what Ben was saying. He ben, said he thinks it, that he has worked on one so of those. It is so cool that you knew that, that. That was the... There it is, right there. That is there. so cool. He said he thinks he worked on one of those. And Ben said he bought, uh, he, he bets they, they that book one they copy sold to, that, the to the author's mom, but <laughs> Dustin says he bought two. Oh, no, man. Yeah, who knows? I don't know if it'd really be worth anything these days. You guys are yeah. a hoot. In 1995, Sports World Series champions were the Atlanta Braves that year. I'm sure Dave, Pastor Dave Dorn, will be happy about that. Uh, Super Bowl champions, San Francisco 49ers, and in U.S. Tennis and Wimbledon. Right, Ben? Okay, here we go. Men's and ladies, Pete Sampras and Steffi Graf. That's awesome. Both in the uh, U.S. Open and Wimbledon uh, that same year, both in 95, they were the winners. So. Hey. You know, I just want to point out to you that you and Baylor have a really interesting way of remembering certain things and then totally forgetting others. I can't believe that you just remembered that Pastor Dave Dorn's favorite MLB baseball team is the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> but yet there's some basic things and fundamental things in life that you cannot. Well, you know, it's selective, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Ben says Pete Sampras. He was awesome. And, uh, good night, Terry yeah. Lynn. Yeah, Have a night, peaceful family. sleep. Yep. Good there rest. You go. There you go. That's funny. That's funny. Well, it's about time for us to bail out of here too, right? You know what that means. It's time for you guys to get ready for bed. That's where we're headed to. We have enjoyed our time with you this evening so much. We love you. We receive such encouragement every time we're with you. We can't wait to be with you again. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to tune in this Saturday morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern Time, 930 Central. Join us as we're traveling down the road. We're going to bring you a show that you're going to want to interact with. We'll get all the new colloquialisms that come from, uh, oh, you know, all the way up to the from the 80s to the 2010s. And uh, it's going to be a good fun time. And Melissa, you even said you were going to chime in on the texting while I'm driving. That's right. I'm going to get in and I'm going to chat in the chat box with you guys. We're going to pray with each other. We're just going to have a good time. That'll be awesome. Saturday morning. Saturday morning set up. Bless you guys. Love you. Have a good weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.